Welcome back to the Diaz Group Diaries podcast. Sales, sales, sales. Let's remove the stigma that's accompanied with sales. Are you ready to create a relationship building salesperson? What is solution-based sales? Are you B2B or are you B2C? Whether you are currently in the sales field or whether you're looking to get started and you want to uncover some sales basics, this is the episode for you. We thank you so much for listening to the Diaz Group Diaries podcast. Here's your host, Rafael Diaz. Hello, everyone. Today is our second day of our podcast, and our topic for today is going to be sales. Sales. So what is sales? Um, people usually have this, uh, especially in the landscape industry, a little confusing uh, perception of sales. Usually when people think sales, they believe it's something is on a, on a markdown price, like a retail retailer is actually doing some uh, cutoff price on this product that they want to push out. But for our business, it's really not. For our sales is the exchange of a commodity for money. So basically a commodity or a service for a transaction of money. There's a big difference between a sale, doing a sale, and having something on sale. So for us small business, our businesses, especially in the landscape industry, we get kind of tied up on the sales because we really don't understand what it is. But like I said, in simple terms, it's pretty easy. It's a transaction. Everybody does it. If you wouldn't have a sale, then you wouldn't have a business because after all, everything does start at a sale, from a sale. I mean, we could say that uh, we have a great business plan. We have a great financial advisor. We got a great financial plan. But at the end of the day, no business could ever even have a start without a business sale transaction. So does every business, does every business need sale? Yes, of course. Sales are the blood of the, of the company. You need to be circulating your sales nonstop. That's what makes your company better. So again, sales are something that your company needs to perform the service. I mean, if you don't have people, if you don't have customers to perform your services, well, you don't have a business. So Yes, every company needs profitable sales. And profitable could mean whatever you want your business to be. It could be a 10%, it could be a 5%, it could be a 20%. If you're really good and efficient and you could come up with a 30% net profit, after all, all your costs are calculated, well then, kudos to you. That's not easy, especially in the landscape industry, but I'm sure it's not impossible. But that will be another topic for another day. So... Why there's so many negative feelings towards sales? Why? Because I say, people always relate to sales to the, well, we're actually trying to put a pro- push a product out and we're going to reduce the price. Or they also feel that sales comes from the term when you go buy a car and they're trying to sell you a car when they become very pushy. Well, sometimes. So in reality, I guess it kind of does have a, some similarity. Is you're, Somebody's trying to actually have a consumer buy something. So why is it negative? I don't understand why it's negative. It should be positive. Every company needs to have sales. We all need to do it. We all need to perfect. I, for, for, 
For the other hand, I'm a relationship building salesperson and informative. So I try to build a relationship with someone, a customer, with my information, which is my expertise, my level of expertise, and create a relationship of trust with a customer with my expertise, with my knowledge of the industry and what you need for your property. That's how I have built my sales portfolio. Everybody knows that if they call me and I'm going to go to their house, I'm going to be honest. I'm trying to get I'm going to try to get them the best solution, the most value for the buck, and I'm going to be there for them as long as we have a relationship, which is I have about a 98% retention rate on my customers, and the other 2% that went away was either they move out of the state or out of the country. Because I really do value the relationship with my customers. And we're not, we're not best friends. I'm not saying we're, we have a best friend relationship. No. We have a trust relationship where they trust me when they need, when their backyard flooded one day, I had a solution for them. I didn't go in there and they had a black backyard flooded and try to sell them a pool. No, I went in there and gave them a solution for drainage. Maybe I offered a tree that will do well in a wet area. But I did not offer him a pool. So I didn't go in there trying to fix a drainage problem and I end up with a pool. That's not my style. And you know what? There's out, out there some guys that do that and they're awesome, but that's their style. Not mine. My mind is helping people, going in there, helping them with a problem, giving them a solution, and doing it for them in a process way, in a step-by-step way. So if you see that way, sales is something where you're a transaction where you're trying to help someone. When you go out there and give a proposal for someone to mow their lawn and to manicure their beds and to edge their all of their fancy uh, turf edges and trim and prune those bushes, you're actually offering a solution for those people. So, again, most of the sales we do are kind of like a solution that we offer our customers or a solution to maybe their pain, a solution to their need. But in reality, we're offering something that really alleviates their whatever pain they have or whatever they want to achieve. So, what is the best way to sell? For me, like I said, it's relationship building and actually talking in points where the customer wants to hear me. I need to know exactly what is it they're looking for. I need to know what their pressure points in. I need to know what they're somehow envisioning in the future. And I need to know where I fit in in, that, in those four categories. So it takes a quick analysis to talk to your customer, take some notes, study your customer, and actually have a really good time meeting with the customer because you guys are both working on a solution. I mean, there is going to be customers out there that are going to try and nickel and dime you, but hey, that's how it goes. Some of those are not the customers for you, so you could actually be pretty honest with the customer and tell them that maybe... They're not the, t- t- the customer for you, and you're not the company for them. It's, I think there's really no shame on saying that. If uh, a customer is trying to lowball you from the beginning, I mean, hey, what are you going to say? You know what? I'm sorry. I want to make this relationship more about giving you a result and a solution that I'm trying to be the cheapest guy in town. If after we talk and I end up being the cheapest guy in town, then, well, then I have to figure out my pricing, or maybe I am the most efficient contractor in town. But for now, I want to talk to the customer about their solutions. That's my way of selling, like I said. So, sales types. What sales types do we have? I give you an explanation what a sales definition is. How does it relate to our business and landscape industry? How do I sell? 
which is more informative and relationship building, we talked about how people have negative feelings towards sales. But now it's like, what kind of sales types are they? So a lot of people use different terms. One of the terms they use is inside sales. Inside sales means that there is some people that are very good at selling that have it narrowed down to a process where they don't have to leave their house. A lot of big landscape companies don't have to leave the office and sell a job because they have great measuring systems online. They have their pricing metrics to a T. They have so much data that they could price everything out from their computers. There's people doing sales that way. And they're very effective. Some smaller companies, we don't have that. So we actually have to go see the property measure by hand. We have to feel the customer. We have to feel the terrain. But some companies do actually mostly rely on inside sales. I mean, a lot of those inside sales examples will be like probably, I'm going to say, your True Green Land uh, Chemlon, which they kind of just price everything out in volume and they just let it go. So that's... It works. I mean, it's the, one of the most successful companies in the country, but then again, they're one of the biggest ones too. The other one will be something that's more common for us, which is outside sales, where we go out and meet the customer, like I explained to you guys before, and actually have that conversation, that interaction, that experience of face-to-face uh, that most of us actually do pretty well on. Most of us contractors have a lot of passion for what we do. We just don't understand that we're offering a solution to the customer and we get really tied up and tied in into uh, trying to be competitive or not losing the customer or not losing what we're actually, to be honest, we don't have to lose if we're really honest and just express what we know, our knowledge, in the process of how to fix the customer's problem. And if we don't know, we could be really honest and be like, you know what, customer... Mrs. Smith, I don't know how to solve your problem at the moment, but let me go back, do some research, and I could come back with a solution. And people really admire that. When you're able to be honest and let the customer know that you don't know everything, but that you can find it out pretty quickly, that's when you build that trust. So trust, trust. when you build that trust with the customer, everything just becomes very, very easy. Because, like we said, we want to keep that trust momentum going with our customers. So outside sales, that's how you do it. Face-to-face, interaction. We set up a time to go meet. We meet the customer. We interact with our customer. We talk about the solutions. We probably show some pictures from our portfolio or for whatever visuals we want to take. Now, in that face-to-face-to-face meeting, one of the biggest things I think that we have to consider and really consider is if we're going to set up a time to meet with a customer, we better be there on time. If we told the customer we're going to be there at 8 a.m., whoever's going to go see that customer has to be in front of that property at 7.56 the latest and waiting for the time to go knock on that person's door or call them up and tell them that they're outside waiting for the customer. Being on time for any sale is half the battle. The other half is what I told you, building trust, getting to know people, offering solutions. But the first half is to be there on time. And some of us landscapers have a really bad reputation of not showing up on time. So if you show up on time, you already won half the battle. So what else? Answer the phone. When the customer calls you, answer the phone. I mean, 
you already you already won the battle by showing up on time. I mean, half the battle. Now you're gonna win another twenty five percent of the battle just by answering your phone and being responsive to the customer. The only the other twenty five percent is where you have to come up with your with your expertise selling skills. But those two are very important for outside sales. So now we move into. So what type of sales, is there more than outside sales and, and inside sales? Now you start classifying to what we call B2B, which stands business to business. And then we're going to talk B2C, which is business to consumer. We are a commercial landscape and snow and ice cream professional, I'm sorry, we're a co commercial professional grounds management company that emphasizes on landscape and snow removal services so for us is a lot b2b b2consumer will be somebody that sells more to the residential customer the property owner the person that actually does more jobs towards their home so those two terms are very important a lot of people don't know so b2b is selling to business to business b2c is business to consumer well, what's the difference well the approach is a little different because B2C, you're dealing directly with the person that's receiving the end product. B2B, you're actually dealing with either a property manager, facility manager, an engineer, a general contractor. It's usually you're dealing with somebody that was hired to manage either a project or a property for someone else. The dynamic is totally different. The end result is, well, you want to sell a transaction, but in reality, how you deal with the transaction is different because it's a different customer. So that's two things to put in mind. Uh, B2B is a lot more easy to grow in, but it's a little harder to handle because the expectations are a little different. B2C is more direct because you have more contact with the customer directly, which you could always create an impact and sell or offer any solution you need. So how do you get these sales going, right? We already know we need inside sales. We need outside sales. We can sell to business to business. We can sell business to consumer. So how do you do that, right? Well, most of us small companies, the owners, we are what people call business developers. Now, in big companies, business developers have a totally different definition. In small companies, the owner is the salesperson. The owner is the business developer. So what does business development mean? Well, it's pretty pretty simple if you really think about it. A business developer is somebody that's always looking for somehow sell themselves or their company. So basically, if I go to my kid's uh, softball practice, I'm on the lookout for actually any customer that may need a patio if I'm in the business-to-consumer sector. If I'm actually selling to commercial clients, I'm in the softball game just trying to find somebody that manages properties to sell my services to. So while I'm in that game, I'm actually also figuring out how to get more business to actually get some more business for my, for my job. So that's what business development is. So instead of waiting for my phone to ring, I'm actually doing some sort of action to get my phone to ring or for me to call someone else. That's business development in a small business world. When you're in big leagues and big companies, they usually use business developers to create those opportunities and then pass along that information to their sales reps. So usually business developers are 
already seasoned salespeople that become really good at developing these relationships and figuring out how to get in different doors and bringing business into the company. Uh, but in a small company, well, I mean, like I said, the owners are usually the business developers. We do everything we can. So a business developer, what they do is they create a sales approach, which is a step-by-step preposition that you develop to sell more effectively. So basically, like you said, you position yourself in different places to create opportunities for your business. That's really what a sales approach is. It really doesn't mean anything. So, like I said, those are terms that hopefully, uh, I know there's a lot more to them, but we could always talk about them as we go. So, key definitions. I want you to, I want to take, before I finish this podcast, I want to actually have a f- about five words that are very important for us landscapers to know landscapers or contractors, whatever we want to consider ourselves. We need to know these key definitions, which are prospects. Number one is prospect. What is a prospect? Well, prospect in the business sales world is somebody that you want to work with. And you're trying to find an angle on how to create that meet face-to-face, phone call, email, to one day work for that person. So that's a prospect. The next term is lead. What's a lead? Well, the lead is a next step from the prospect. It's when you already have the information, you already know the customer is actually looking to buy something, and you actually already kind of have your angle on how you're going to go in there and sell the product or your service. The next one is going to be customer. The next term is going to be customer. So what is a customer? A customer doesn't become a customer, technically, until it went from a prospect lead to customer. You got their information, they signed a contract with you or a service agreement, now we're customers. Now we're rolling. Now we perform a service. After that, a customer could be a reoccurring customer where it's someone that you could actually call upon periodically. And have more sell more services to them, or maybe recurring recurring customers too, as somebody that's always calling you for different projects that they need. Uh, usually, that's what keeps our businesses alive. I mean, that we actually have customers that call us to go mow their lawns every week, or we have a contract every year, and then they renew every year. So that's a recurring customers. That's what we want in reality. We want reoccurring customers because they actually build up our portfolios and they make up makes us make us extremely successful. The next term I want to talk about it's upsells. Also known in our landscape world as enhancements. Upsells means that you have a customer, you already were contracted to mow the lawn, edge the turf beds, trim the bushes. But now you want to sell something else. You want to actually offer them something else. It could be your one time a year mulching. It could be your flowers. It could be their flower pots. It could be power washing for their patios. It could be the extra application of fertilizer. That's what an upsell is. As a business owner, I always want to be upselling my customers. Is it easy? No, because I'm busy doing other stuff. But in reality, at the end of the day, like I said, you need this sale to do something else. So, what are the terms we need to know? Prospects, leads, customers, 
reoccurring customers and upsells. If we know those five turns, believe me, we're already in the the right foot forward. So, quick recap: Does everybody need a sales? Does anybody? Does every business need sales? Yes, every business needs sales. That's how we operate. Does people? Do people have a negative connotation of sales? Yes, they do. But that's the way people see it. But it's our job as business people to create that into a positive feeling. If we want to, we're very proud of our business, but we should also be proud of the way we present ourselves. We should be proud of what we offer the customer. We don't only offer them cutting their grass and, and blowing their leaves. We offer them a peace of mind. We offer them comfort. We offer them peace when they see out their gardens and they have this great trim bushes and flowers. I mean, we got to see it this way. We got to be proud of what we do. We have to really show the customer what we really feel when we're going to go help them create their their dreams, their outdoor dreams. So I'm going to give you guys a quick tip what I do before I go to see any customer. Before I go to see any customer and I'm going to get off my car or my truck, I look at myself in my rearview mirror and I say, how am I going to help this customer today? How am I going to be of value for this person? And that's how I go in there in every sale. The money part of it, the transaction, for me, it's the byproduct. The main point is, how am I going to help? So, guys, if anyone has a question and wants to know more about sales, please, I would love to help out more. This is a personal topic that I love because I do love sales. Because like I said, everything in life is a sale for me. And it's about how do we touch that people emotionally to offer them our products. So thank you. Have a great day. And I hope that you enjoy uh, the information that I can share with you guys. We hope today's episode brought in some good sales insights and tips that you can apply into your business. As always, you're welcome to send us an email at diazgroupdiaries at gmail.com. Thanks so much for tuning in.